Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and business branding coach. So what I wanted to do in this episode is do something a little different. Um, A while ago, I actually did an Instagram highlight that did a Q&A every single day because I wanted to survey my audience and my community to see where they were stuck at in their business. So the question was, ask me how I built a luxurious lifestyle as a therapist. That was one of the questions. And then also ask me anything about a therapy private practice. Okay. So the question that I want to focus on today is how do I finance business upgrades? Because people see the things that I do in regards to travel, um, personal luxury items that I like to purchase and also investments that I make as it relates to maybe revamping my private practice office, revamping my home, uh, you know, workspace, buying a new computer, also adding new staff to my team, doing particular coaching programs or online courses to improve my skill set. And so I want to go a little bit deeper than the space that Instagram allowed me to answer this question with, because this is a question that I believe that a lot of people may have, whether they follow me and or follow other therapists that may do or a business coach that does something very similar to myself. And so I have three tips for you. And the first tip is for me, I actually use one credit card for specific things in my business. And so I'm a real big component with allocating money. And so when I say credit card for specific things, um, I have different credit cards. um, And at one point, because I had a group practice and an individual practice, I got a credit card, of course, for different entity because they were two different entity types. One was sole proprietorship, one was corporation. And so I had an assigned credit card and for particular purchases, I would use that credit card. And the reason why I would use a credit card over using cash was either I was able to buy everything at once. I didn't have to wait till certain money was transferred. I didn't have to wait till money was moved around. And then also I like points and I've recognized when purchasing things with a particular credit card, I have an American Express Delta card, it would give you like two times the amount. And then during certain times of year, like if I would do like a giveaway for something or buy gift cards or take my team out to eat, they would do like a certain amount of points based off of whatever uh, special they're having that month. So for example, during the holiday, they may say at particular stores, you get three times back, you know, things like that. So I would use that credit card also to buy Um, you know, furniture for my office. I would use the credit card, honestly, to pay for all of the bills in my office. And again, the reason why I did that is to separate it from using my debit card because kind of like using our personal debit card, you know, I think that people, including myself, can get swipe happy. So imagine like if you 
went or used to go to the mall for like Black Friday or around the holiday season. And you may not think that you're going to buy a lot of things, kind of like going to Target on a regular day. And then all of a sudden you go into a place looking for nothing or going into Target to look for dishwasher. And then you come out with two baskets full of stuff and asking yourself, how did I get here? I was only trying to spend like $7 and I didn't spent like 200, you know, at least that's my experience. I don't know who that resonates with, but it, it's my story. And so because I knew that, let's just say I was going to living spaces to look for one item for my private practice office. Like, let's just say if I was looking for a couch, that doesn't mean I'm not going to find the pillows to match, the rug to match, the desk to match, you know? And so I want to be able to buy it if I see it, because if I go back and it's not there, I'm gonna be highly disappointed, especially if it's something that should all go together. Now, another thing I like about credit cards, very similar to these apps that we download to track our expenses is that within the credit card systems, just like your bank account as well, they also have a breakdown of how you spent that month. So they may say you spent 30% on department stores, you spent 20% on utilities or bills and things like that. So um, it also helps you build business credit. So those are one of the things that have helped me build my lifestyle as a business owner with being able to have a credit card for specific items. So tip number two is I would make a list of investments that I want to make every single year. So on my to-do list, kind of like a Christmas list, I don't think about money. I just think about what investment do I want to make? And then depending on when that investment is available, because if it's a coaching program, it may only be available every June. It may only be available every Thanksgiving because I now know that I want that particular investment and that it matches the goals that I have for my business, whether it be this year or three years from now, but I need the skill set now so I can practice with it. Then I know that if I'm making my list right now in December for the following year, and that program will be $5,000 for the investment of a particular online course or coaching program or blended format for June, I will set aside that money, whether it's paying full in cash with my debit card, or if I want to use my credit card to make sure that that amount is fully available and that I also have more available credit ready on my credit card, because I don't want to use, and you shouldn't for financial purposes, you should not use all 100% of your available credit. Now, one of the things that I liked about American Express, I had two different cards and one card had no limit. So I would have to be very choosy on Um, only using that one for the points purposes because I will use it for very large purchases. But then I also knew that I can pay the bill within 30 days in full because the money will be sitting in my account. Then I would have another credit card where it will allow me to pay it monthly. But of course, then you have that interest rate. But nevertheless, I would make a list of the investments that I wanted to make, whether it be the investments in me or even investments in building up my business, such as I want to hire a personal assistant. And what are some of the things that I need to purchase for that assistant, even if they're virtual, to make sure that they can do their job well? So if I'm hiring a virtual assistant to create graphics, then I have to make sure that my Canva is paid in full for the year because that's where we do most of our graphics. And I need to make sure that I have, let's just say the plan where it allows me to add team members or even, you know, my shopping cart, um, where if you join a coaching program or a digital product service that it is purchased through a particular 
online system. And I have to make sure that I have the particular plan that allows me to add a team member, you know, beyond myself. So that's what I would consider an investment. And you have to think about those things. This is why a business plan is very, very vital to the health of your business, because you have to know what direction your business is going in. So you can already account to how you're going to spend your money. So it's like, oh, I want to join this coaching program, but I don't have the money. As a business owner, you should have already been doing your research. Now, I can see if a, like, a webinar, a masterclass popped up and you're like, oh, I didn't even know that that existed. Okay, that's different, but you still should have at least knew, possibly, unless you're brand new into business, that I want some type of class that's going to teach me how to do X, Y, and Z. And then maybe the program pops up in your Instagram feed and you go to the webinar and you're sold on what that program can give you. And then you look at your list and you're like, boom, it matches. I carved out $5,000. Heck, it only costs $2,500. So boom, I you know, I could join this program right now. And then tip number three, make a list of what, this is what I would do. I made a list of the things or activities or trips that I could bring my family along to do with me. Okay. So in one of the programs that I have been a part of for the last four years or four and a half years or so, um, this particular coach would have what's called city tours. And so starting in January, the first city tour will be in her hometown, Orlando, Florida. Then, and we would have masterminds in between because I joined one of her higher level programs and the masterminds would be on the first day of the city tour. And then the second day would be where the public comes. They learn about her programs. If they want to get on the wait list to join the program for the following year and, or if you want to join something she has right away, um, it's an all day event and it is super, super fun. So, um, for example, in January, it would be in Orlando in February, there would be a break in March. They would be in LA. So clearly it's, you know, at home for me, I don't have to go anywhere in April. It would be in New York. May is in Atlanta. June was nothing, but we would have our coaching call. And then July would be the three day, um, conference in Orlando again. So what I did is I would look at the schedule and I would see where can I take either my entire family to or portions of my family to based off of the kids schedule, right? So we have two kids, an elder nine-year-old and a two-year-old. So at the time though, I mean, it was a seven-year-old and at one year, I mean, that, that was just it. And the eldest son that, you know, our eldest son, we have a blended family. And so every other week we have him. And so, and then also during the school year, we, you know, we don't take him out of state. We only do that during the summer. So it was automatic. He already knew that every July we're going to Orlando, right? And the older he got, that just meant that my husband, we would typically bring another family member with us because the first year we went, my husband went, but I was like pregnant my first year. So my experience was great, but not that great because I was having morning sickness where I was like tired, fatigue, no nausea, but just like tired, right? And cranky and irritable. But needless to say, um, we... I don't even think we brought the eldest son to the first one. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. No, we did. We did. We actually flew my cousin with us and um, he took him to the um, amusement parks where, you know, we pay for his whole trip. That was to me part of being an awesome business owner and allowing my business to also earn enough revenue so that when I paid myself, I had enough money to fly an extra family member out, all expenses paid for. We have a timeshare, a family timeshare that I share with my mom or it's my mom's timeshare, but heck, she don't go to Florida. She don't like Florida because she said it's too many kids. So I actually use her timeshare almost every year. So 
Um, we flew him out all expenses paid. We had somewhere to stay. We get, we gave him, um, you know, we had an envelope system. We gave him an envelope full of money every day. So every day he would get a hundred dollars to pay for food, um, any type of, um, what do you call those things? Um, souvenirs that either our son wanted, like we will give our son a particular budget. And then we say, you know, what's ever left over. If you want to buy something, if you want to take, you know, your mom or your girl, something back home, a keychain, whatever, then get it. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to different parks. And so, and they went, they, cause he's never been. So we, he actually hit up like every single park and they had a good time. And I think our son was like six or seven, six, he had to be like five or six at the time. So Um, That was like one stop of an example, right? Where we blended family plus business, but I only went to one amusement park, which was the Magic Kingdom, me and my husband and my BFF, um, the girl who goes with me to all, you know, we join our coaching programs together. We had this one as well as a joint venture is we all went to Magic Kingdom, but the other days we were actually at the three-day conference. So then the second year happened and I couldn't participate in much of anything except for Florida at the end of the year again I actually that was my first year paying for a mastermind and imagine how you would feel if I mean the joy of having a child but then because you're on you're pregnant you're on bed rest you can't fly you can't even drive I literally missed out on every single mastermind because masterminds are not virtual they're not recorded if you're there you're there if you're not you're not but luckily my friend went to majority of them so she would report back now because my son was born in March we worked it out it was a very hard decision for me my son was three months I was breastfeeding at the time so that was hard I had to super super pump sorry for TMI but um, and I had to pump while I was gone but me and my husband agreed that I should fly out to Atlanta because I had missed the entire year of our masterminds and that is when my business took like a large leap in growth uh, because I was just so excited to share all the wins that I had did for my couch sitting at home from five months on bed rest to having an emergency c-section to then having my child and feeling like I'm missing out but I chose to still show up to the online coaching sessions that we would have every month beyond the in-person masterminds so um, and that aspect I went by myself but um, had a good flight I think I flew first I flew first class you know I upgraded my seat and that was awesome right um, so that was May and then the next year I was in the higher level program again and I chose to go to every stop because I said there will not be a time where I would make a $24,000 investment and I ain't, I'm going every stop my coach is going and so in January I went to Orlando and I actually went um, just with my friend, right? And then in March, it was crazy. Like I, what did I do in March? Um, March, they came to LA. And then I also, I feel like it was in March. I actually, it was, it was Easter weekend. Um, I actually flew to Florida to have my VIP day for 36 hours. Like I literally got there at six o'clock in the morning. The hotel let me check in. Um, they, it was a hotel where we were going to meet where I had like free continental breakfast. So that was awesome. Cause they were actually opening up the breakfast bar when I got there at six o'clock. And so Got my breakfast, went and took a two to three hour nap, you know, took a shower, laid down and then got up, did an Uber, went to our place where we were going to be for my four hour VIP day or five hour VIP day. Awesome leaps in my business. Went back to the hotel. Oh, actually, and then some people from our coaching program lived out there in Orlando. So they came and got me, took me to Cheesecake Factory, had a great time, talked about other investments that we were making at the time and then dropped me off, went to sleep. Well, did a lot of activities 
duties and homework, of course, because I'm energized, and then left that next morning. Like that was my VIP day, right? But again, I'll do whatever it takes if I'm making an investment in my business. I'm going to get 10 times my money worth that I made the investment in. So then, then in April, we did New York and I purposely scheduled one of my coaching clients. I surprised her to do her coaching session in person because I was in New York and there's a sister office in New York um, in April. So just so if you notice, I had a mixture of who I went out of town with. Right. And all of these were business expenses, which is why I'm sharing them with you. And it was also fun. And just because I was out there for business doesn't mean that I didn't make it personal. I think the only one that I did all business for was when I went to Orlando for my VIP day. Outside of that, I made sure to enjoy the city, enjoy the atmosphere, sit by the pool, go to an amusement park while I was out of town. So in April, it was my husband's birthday. So we chose to go to New York and we left our son, you know, with a family member for like a few days. And he actually flew back home a day early and we didn't have a mastermind. But again, I met with my coaching client and then the the day before the city tour he left he was like oh you can go to the event by yourself I, you know he already had went to another one and so he went home and he was with our eldest child and he got our youngest child and then you know they had a day of daddy time and then I flew back the next night and that was April so they and this was 2018 no 19 2018 yeah 2019 yeah 2019 sorry I had a moment so then that is so then in June it's whatever and then July it's Florida time again so this particular year uh, my husband chose not to go but our kids at least the baby wanted to go no my husband didn't choose not to go our eldest son he's playing travel ball and we asked him do you want to go to Florida or do you want to go to your tournament in Las Vegas and we gave him a choice and he said I'd rather go to my tournament in Las Vegas we said okay and so my husband went with him because again I and very grateful for the business structure that I have to be able to pay me well. Um, I chose to use a portion of my money to allocate it toward a certain savings account for summer. And because that's my investment is in my family as well. And, and this comes out of the money that I pay myself through our payroll. Okay. It's not just taken from the top of the money. That's a whole other financial like podcast episode. So from the money that I pay myself, just like you would, if you put your money into a savings account or 401k, I allocate money toward particular investments that I also have with my family beyond my business. So I set aside money for my husband to have a luxurious trip with our eldest son for a couple of days. So they actually drove out there because the goal was they were going to drive to Vegas. Me, a family friend, also an assistant at the time, she would go to Florida with my son. And then I would also bring on my other assistant. So they would be able to go to some of the amusement parks, but one of the assistants would go to the uh, three-day conference with me because I had a ticket for free. And so, and the other assistant, she was actually supposed to go to the live event, but she changed her mind. So I said, oh, well, I can bring my youngest son, Avery, and can you watch him? And she's very close to him. So she was like, sure, why not? And so she stayed at the resort with him had a good time we took them to sea world um again uh flew did we fly first class no we flew first class another trip because she went with us to washington dc as well oh i'll get back to that so um we flew 
but I feel like we upgraded our seats. Nevertheless, we got to Florida, had a good time. We did fly first class. We flew to Florida and then we flew to Vegas when we left, me, her, and the baby while my other sister went back home. And then we drove back with my husband. So that was all great, right? And we actually, the last day, we surprised my eldest son. We have a habit of doing this. We surprised him with saying oh we're gonna check out of this hotel and go stay somewhere else and he was like oh but we've been staying here with my dad for like two days or three days and I was like I know it's a super cool hotel because we had never stayed at that hotel before and so it was the Westgate and so um we up we I I bought a a night at a one-bedroom suite at the Cosmopolitan and if you stayed at the Cosmo in Vegas popping right so we had a one-bedroom suite we had a patio that overlooked the Bellagio uh water show and that was just an epic moment for me to see how hard work pays off right and I'm not talking about hard work like working a thousand hours a week I'm just saying like I was very specific with what I wanted to show myself show my family and also invest in my business and it paid off it showed me how if I make a plan it can come to fruition it can come to pass so that was awesome and then just another thing that happened it was a lot of travel that year y'all another thing that actually happened I skipped over it is that we did fly to Atlanta that year and I paid for my mom to come and she watched my son there because my husband couldn't go because he was doing travel basketball with my youngest son and they you know stayed at home at that time but it was um, me her um, and my son and she you know she has a family friend out there so she went and visited her friend that she grew up with to you know spend some time with her grandson my son and that was fun and we stayed at a very nice hotel that was actually at the venue that I had my mastermind and the city tour with and then um, we, me and my family and my assistant or, you know, family friend also took a, uh, trip to DC because I was a speaker at the, um, um, uh, Boris Henson foundation, which is Taraji P. Henson's foundation for mental health. And it was the first year that they had launched the nonprofit. And I was one of the speakers on the panel for criminal justice and mental health. And so I flew out our entire family. And then what was cool about that experience is that we flew out first class. To, no, we flew out Delta comfort, I believe, cause we wanted to make, yeah, we just did that. And so we flew out, um, Delta comfort. We, um, went to DC had a great time um it was just me and one of my bff same one um she went with me to support me in speaking my husband went to the speaking engagement as well why while our family friend was at the hotel with both of the kids both of the kids and then my assistant had never been to um New York and so so we surprised her and our oldest son because he always said he wanted to go back we surprised them with a, a train ride to New York and so we got on the train. It's about a three-hour train ride to New York. Um, we arrived there, upgraded into a big, large suite at one of the hotels there, um, right by Union Station. Not use well, whatever station is there, Penn Station. And then um, we stayed in New York for two days. So we were in D.C., took them around after I spoke for two days. And then we also um, surprised them with a family trip to New York. And just even spending a day in Central Park was just relaxing. And my assistant was like, dang, I can do this like every day. Like I can like sit with him at the park every day because it was me, him and her. But she brought her book. I took them all to Amazon books. That was cool to see an Amazon bookstore in person versus online and be able to you know, pick, pick the book that we want versus seeing it online. And I'm just getting excited just talking about it where I cannot wait to travel again. Like it's going to be epic. So, and it was also fun just to see how other people can experience life. And this particular family member and assistant that came along with us, she had also secured a certain amount of money and allocated it toward a savings account to, to travel and not travel, but, um, 
uh, what I'm saying, splurge on herself in New York. And this wasn't my trip to splurge. Like I had just came from New York literally what a month or two before this. And so, cause this is June. So yeah, I had just been there in April. So I'm like, you know, I want you to live it up. I took her to places, showed her how to get a personal shopper. Um, we went to Saks. She bought her first pair of like Louis Vuitton sandals. She had to swipe her car. She was like, Oh my God, I can't, you know, I can't believe that I'm doing this. And then when we got back, I also showed her how to buy her first car. So it, it it was epic and it's just also so fulfilling for me to make an impact on the world with either people in my circle and also people that are becoming part of my circle. So I hope that by listening to this episode, you got more mindset shifts out of it from anything in terms of, wow, like you were able to do all those things while still running a business, still having a private practice, still having a coaching business. Yes, because I I structure my business to run. I choose the clients that I want to have so that my business can run even while I'm not there. Now, clearly, I'm the only one that can do private practice, but that means that I choose clients that can roll with my schedule. I choose clients that are at the proper level of care so that if I have to leave once a month, they're with it. And actually, that year, for about two years in a row, I would tell my clients, because I already knew what investments I had made for the year, I told them that just FYI, I go to a training every single month. Like, so here's my schedule for spring and summer. And they were like, I'm fine with that. Cause you know, maybe I want to do a reflection week. They were cool with that. So, um, what questions do you have about, um, building a luxury lifestyle as a mental health professional? I want you to email them to me at hello at drtk.com. And I might just showcase you on my next podcast episode, all right? So let me know your first name, what city and state you're in. Also, let me know um, what type of mental health professional you are. So are you licensed? Are you a student? But what questions do you have about living a luxurious lifestyle? And what might help is if you go over to my Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, and you actually look at some of the things that I post because I have a mixture of uh, posting about an abundant lifestyle in terms of uh, health, physical health and mental health. Um, I post motivational quotes. I also give you a behind the scenes of what it takes to run my business and also run an abundant like family household, right? With kids and a husband and personal life and things like that. So from what you see, you might have more questions. And so email them to me and my team at hello at drtk.com. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do so. And also make sure to subscribe to this podcast because I can't see you and but I love to engage with you. Leave me your biggest takeaway from this episode on iTunes and I will be forever grateful. Share this podcast with other mental health professionals who you believe needs to hear this information. And I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 